Let's talk to boxing legend Francois Boerter, the White Buffalo, joins us now. Francois, good chatting to you. Thanks for joining us. Great having me, man. Thank you. What are you doing these days? Uh, the Buffalo is actually very busy. Uh, our uh, White Buffalo Boxing and Fitness, uh, we're opening that uh, in Muslanga very soon. Uh, probably by uh, end of January, we'll be up and running. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will be broadcasting uh, live sessions around the world. Live training sessions? Yes. That's yes, bu- Yeah, I will. Uh, it will be MMA, boxing, and uh, K1. Okay. Uh, uh, yes. Before before we go anywhere, uh, I introduced you as a boxing legend. What do you make of Mike Tyson getting back in the ring? Uh, it's actually very good, you know. Really? I've been... Uh, Yes, I mean, uh, you know, although it is exhibitions, I mean, I've not had a lot of guys in uh, spa, training and sparring sessions. Uh-huh. So uh, it's actually very good for boxing. I've, uh, in the in the meantime, I've received numerous offers, you know, from uh, Nigeria to the UK to the USA uh, to also participate in uh, these uh, exhibitions. Uh-huh. Is that so? So I think I think what we're going to see is we're going to see that boxing is really getting revived with these exhibitions. All the old fighters uh, can uh, you know come back and do exhibitions. Is it not dangerous, though, Francois? Uh, not, not basically, uh, you know, in an exhibition. I mean, you still get tested. I mean, you still got to be in shape. Mm. Uh, you will still be uh, tested by doctors, and uh, your your test will be uh, you know hundred percent. It's going to be hundred percent. Otherwise, you won't be allowed. Okay. Uh, yes. So, 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 but it's going to revive boxing. I think it's a big interest. I think if you look at uh, Tyson and Jones, the pay-per-view uh, amounts there was actually very good. Mm. Uh, and then there's on the on the opposite side of that is Floyd Mayweather coming back and fighting a YouTube star. Uh, I guess for you, it raises awareness of the sport, but is it the right awareness? Yeah, you know what. Uh, Boxing, boxing wins by it. I mean, listen, it's not going to be a fight that uh, of any note because I mean, Floyd Mayweather will definitely, you know, he won't give it his all. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he'll hold back and uh, you know, go go some rounds, you know, to to give more entertainment <laughs> to the public. Yeah. Same, same what he did with McGregor. You know, he, I, I, my belief is he could have stopped McGregor easily if he wanted to. But you know, there's uh, there, there's some situations where. You know, your, your view is, I mean, you must remember, uh, Floyd is also a businessman. So he knows that, uh, you know, the, the, the more he entertains the public, the more money he's making. Mm. Yeah, and he's, he's not short of the old money, is he? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. All right, Francois, let's talk about you. you. You started as a boxer. Towards the end of your career, you started doing some mixed martial arts, some K1 as well. Which do you prefer? No, boxing, of course. <laughs> I'm telling you, but uh, the K1, I mean, they threw me into the deep end, yeah. you know, and uh, uh, I did one fight against uh, Cyril Abili from France, a fight which I was basically winning, and uh, every round, and then he, he caught me with a high kick at the third round, and he dropped me, and, you know, I got up, I mean, then you got two points to, to one, basically. Yeah. So I lost, but they, they, they were so uh, impressive with Buffalo that uh, they brought me back right, right to the Grand Prix, to the Grand Prix in Japan. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, so I did. I had some good times in Japan. It's something that I take my hat off, and you know what I always say now to everybody, but. Don't talk about anybody's profession until you've walked those shoes. <laughs> Good point. You know, yeah, because you know what? I've had a lot of K1 kickboxing guys coming wanting to spoil me, and it was a waste of time for me. And I said, nah, man, you know, get these guys out of the ring. They may wasting my time. They, it's nothing. It's no good. <sighs> but go to their arena. Go to their arena where now, you know, as soon as you jab, boom, by the right, by the right uh, shin bone is leaving your leg. Yeah, you know, so, so it's very painful, you know. So I got a lot of respect for the guys, and I told them in Japan, I said, you know, you guys, I, get, I, I gained a lot of respect. Mm. And then one mixed martial arts fight, where you, uh, you were asked by? Yeah, well, actually, actually, when they told me about the MMA, I was gonna, it was gonna be a dynamite show in Japan, like a New Year's show. And they told me I'm doing pro wrestling. It's going to be my pro first pro wrestling match. Right. Now, you, you, I said, okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to go and train with the guys and whatever. And then when I came in Japan, they told me, you know, I said, whoa, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then they said, no, no, but you know what? They, all of a sudden, they doubled my mind. Okay. So I said, okay. I said, bring the boy that you see him. So they brought out a guy, you know, well built, you know, very strong, but small. I said, shit, one, one punch, man. I think one punch and this guy is out of it. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll do it. And then when that bell rang, I was like on the ground. I'm like looking at him, <laughs> what the hell is happening here, you know? As I do all of a sudden, my feet is under me, sitting on top of me. And now, now I had a little time to, to, to learn how to do, to get out of the arm bar and stuff like yeah. that, you know? And the, the, the coach in the corner screamed, give him your arm, give him your arm. Now, as an MMA fighter, you know, you never give your arm. You hold your, your, your hands tight against your arms. Right. And uh, but now I, 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 I trained that movie, I had to get out of the arm bar, so I give him the arm. Hey, and that guy pulled on my arm. I think, you know, he hanged on my arm. <laughs> and uh, eventually I said, listen, let me tap that, give me my money, I'm going on. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway... But uh, I had so much problems. I I had to get cortisone injections. When I came back, my shoulder was a oh. mess. So so it shows you again, and that's why I want to you know uh, really tell the guys: don't talk about uh, you know this MMA, this mm. KK one. These guys can go and go and get in the ring. And then experience that, and then you can talk about anybody's profession. My guest is Francois Berta, so that we got former professional boxer. We're going to talk about that and plenty more after this. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. My guest is the White Buffalo, Francois Boerta, joins us. Francois, let's go back to that title that you won and then was taken away from you. Give us those details. Okay. Yeah, you know what? It was a, it was a very uh, sad moment in my career. I mean, uh, you know, I've never, I've never used steroids in my life. I mean, I, I was like, uh, I mean, I, if you look at my body, you can see that I'm not a steroid user. So basically, I had an injury in my right arm, and uh, you know, all my nerves were cut up. Doctors actually told me, "Listen, forget about boxing; you can never fight again." Sure. Like that, but I also said, "You know what? God is the greatest." Only he can decide, and uh, slowly but surely I came back. You know, I was a one-arm fighter for a long time. 
And uh, that's why if you look at my, uh, my first, first 15 fights in my career, it wasn't a lot of knockouts because I only had the one arm. But you're not going to tell your opponent, listen, I got only one arm. Right. I mean, I could use my right hand, but I couldn't straighten it out. Only when I went to Texas, when I moved to Texas, and uh, started training way that, you know, I had the ultrasound machines, I had the underwater treatment, the sand in the box and all that. And slowly but surely, I started setting my hand out, and then my right hand was back, and then the knockout started coming again. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, funny enough, was, I don't know if you saw my interview with Shannon Briggs the other day. No. Yeah, well, you know what, funny thing is, he, he was like... Uh, I got it actually on video, mm-hmm. where he's saying that the he meant only two were talking, and he said, you know, they're talking about me ever even bothers. And you know what? Both of them said, bad friends were both of them. You know? <laughs> so, so it's a big compliment from two great fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, t- talk, us about that. talk to us about that fight, uh, the fact that you won it. Uh, you must have been the, top, of, top of the moon. The Tyson fight. No, 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 the Axel, Axel Schultz fight. Oh, the actual shoes, yeah. You know, uh, the, the thing is that, I mean, he, he actually did beat George Foreman. So uh, they gave the decision to George. Right. And then uh, I was number one at that stage. So, you know, I was the mandatory uh, contender. Mm-hmm. So the fight was made. And then I came, I remember I came to South Africa. I still trained in South Africa for that fight. And because uh, it was over December. And... Uh, uh, actually, George called me uh, not long ago. I think they probably had rumors that, you know, the Buffalo is uh, looking good or whatever. And called me and said, you know what, Francois, I'm uh, making too much money with a Foreman girl, you know, the George Foreman girl that seemed me there going. And, uh, you know, he did and he gave up the title. So that's how me and uh, Axel Schultz ended up fighting for the title. Okay. You fought against, and I don't think many boxers can say this, Mike Tyson, Vladimir Klitschko, Lennox Lewis, and Michael Moore. And Evander Holly, throw Evander Holyfield in there as well. Yes, yes. That's almost like two generations of boxers in there. I fought, I fought, I fought, I was, I think I was in one of the greatest eras yes. in the heavyweight division. And uh, I fought them all, you know, uh, that fights, uh, although I've lost it, could have gone either way. Uh, I don't know if you probably saw all the fights. But the only only one that I was very disappointed with uh, was the Lennox Lewis battle. Why is that? I uh, well, I never got started. You know, most of all my fights is, uh, you know, Buffalo's in there, he's hanging there, he's winning the fight. Even if he's winning, then maybe I'll get knocked out or I'll lose uh, the last rounds. But uh, I'm always in contention. Mm. You know, I'm always a performer. But uh, Lennox Lewis caught me uh, the second round with a left uppercut straight around the right, knocked me out of the ring. Mm. And uh, the time that I took to get out, to get back into the ring, you know, we stopped the fight. So it was a big disappointment for me. And that, that again, they showed me, don't underestimate your opponent because, you know what, I, I, I really did underestimate Lennox. I'm just looking at like looking at your career. At one stage, you were what 35 and 0 before you met Michael Moore, and yes, most yes. of those most of those were first five rounds. You like you say, you came in and you just yes, took yes. control, right? 100. percent And you know what? It'll it'll come out in the movie. They you know I've, I've made those momentum pictures and, and these guys and they did all the recordings. And, but has been approved of the movie with White Buffalo. I, I don't right. know if they're going to continue what they're doing, but you know what? Uh, I know it's in the making. 
But uh, everything will come as they what really happened. You know, you know, I'm not gonna tell everybody what uh, what you know. Like if, if something goes wrong in your career, like let me let me tell you, like if you get the flu, uh. like uh, I'm gonna give you one example, Klitschko. I've never I've never rated the Klitschko. It's very very you know like as as like a Muhammad Ali or even a Tyson. So when I got the fight to fight uh, Vladimir Klitschko. I mean, I was in great, great shape, doing good training, and then all of a sudden, my feet starts hitting, my, you know, I, I got the flu. Mm. So I wanted to pull out of the fight. I, I told him, I listened, I'm, I'm a sick man. I want to pull out the fight. And they said, Francois, if you pull out, all the hotels are sold out. Sure. Uh, the arena is sold out. If you're going to pull out, we're going to shoot you. You know, they're going to be, you're going to have to come up with the money for the damage. So, I mean, even even in the locker room, when I was uh, warming up in the locker room, I was off balance. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I don't write them very bad, very, very well is because it took eight or nine rounds to get rid of me. If I fought, if mm-hmm. I fought mm-hmm. Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson, or let's say even uh, uh, Axel Schultz that night, they would have stopped me in one round. Right. So, okay. so you know that's uh, that, that, that that's the only reason why I really uh, didn't write the clutch mm-hmm. case. But I mean, you know what they did for boxing? They did uh, themselves very well in boxing. So you know, I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> Any more bad uh, <laughs> things about that. All right, uh, we're going to take one more break, Francois. If you don't mind, just hanging on for one more minute or so. Uh, our guest is Francois Berta, and we're going to find out what his future plans are. Sport Tracks on SFM SFM with John Carica. Finish you off my chat with Francois, the White Buffalo, but uh, uh, just before we look ahead to what's coming up, Francois, Sonny Bill Williams, the the rugby player, you took him on. In what I, I'm reading the Wikipedia page, it sounds like one of the most confusing things ever. Yeah, I mean, you know what? There's actually, a lot of things happened in that fight. Uh, actually, we from bribery trying for me to throw the fight, offering me money in a park, you know, taking away my cell phones, taking me to a park. And uh, you know what? <laughs> if you see, if I think back of what they did, I mean, I might as well just have taken the money. <laughs> sure. But uh, you know what? I, uh, I, I'm I proud of myself. You know, I want to walk down the street with my mm. being proud of what you've achieved in your life. I mean, I don't want to be uh, known as uh, somebody who threw a fight or something. You mentioned a movie. I always imagine, I can imagine your movie being, you're the center of everything that's happening around you. So you'll have Tyson come in, you'll have Hollyfield come in, you'll have Sonny Bill Williams come in. It'll be this, I mean, you can imagine, like the whole boxing world for the last 20 years revolves around your yeah, life in a way. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? Everybody's involved in it. I mean, from the Dunn Kings to Bob Arams to everybody. Mm. I mean, uh, everybody. So, you know, it, it's a, it would be an exciting story. But, uh, you know, I, I would love to see because they told me that Jeff Bridges will play me back into time. It's something that, you know, we're going to talk back into time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to do my business. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about uh, my future and uh, what we're doing for boxing, you know, uh, I think it's going to be the whole world because I got everybody is asking me, can you train my kid? Can mm, you train my mm. son? Uh, can you train me? And you know what? 
Now I'm going to give everybody an opportunity. You know how many fans I have in Japan? Uh, tremendous amount of fans around the world. So now everybody can train with Buffalo. And you, and the good thing about it is my partners, I've got very good partners, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, they are very, very excited and, uh, and they're making it all possible for Buffalo to do this. What's the website, Francois? Yeah, the website will be an interactive website. It will be very similar to something with White Buffalo Boxing, you know, probably www.whitebuffaloboxing.com or something. I've got Sears and Zede. It'll be uh, uh, all, all probably, uh, I can give you all this information probably by end of January. It will all be uh, up and running. Okay. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody, I mean, the, the, the time difference is that my, my training sessions will be in the mornings for local South African uh, interested people. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, Japan is going to be a different time zone, so we'll accommodate even to everybody around the world. Sounds wonderful. Let us know when it's up and running and we'll have a chat again. All right. All right. Lovely. No, definitely we will. Okay. Francois France, the White Buffalo Butter, joining us here on Sport Tracks. Uh, thank you very much to joining us. And I'm just having a look at a picture of Jeff Bridges next to Francois Buerta. Let's have a look. See, yeah, I would say Jeff Bridges is uh, now that is Francois got the phone down, hey? Yeah, all right. So Francois is not listening anymore. Uh, Jeff Bridges is a better looking Francois Boerter, but I think he could pull it off. But I, I think Jeff Jeff Bridges is old now. How old is he? Seventy one years old. The White Buffalo is only fifty two. So we'll have to find another actor who could play the White Buffalo.